Bet Show on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host, Scott Simpson. As always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Sign up for Prize Picks using the link in the description below. Code MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Always MMN. Get you a hundred dollars deposit matched when you sign up. It's basically free money, as we say here. Uh, I've had the privilege this whole season of working with my guy. LQ, he is not here today. Uh, incredibly, I've been gifted with the rare opportunity to work with uh, Lauren Carpenter, stepmom Lauren on Twitter herself. Uh, Lauren, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're on with me today. Oh my God, you are such a gem. Thank you so much for thinking that it's cool to be on a show with me, but I am excited to be on with you. Scott, what are you, what are you, what are you even saying? It's been, oh my gosh, how long has it been? I feel like it's been- Four months, it's been four a, months since our last show together. Four, it feels like a year. It feels like a year, Scott. It feels like way too long. How have you been, my friend? You know, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, in the last, I don't know, four months, a bunch of footballs happened. We've won a bunch of money on prize. No. I know, it's crazy. And Tom Brady retired. I mean, it's just- Oh, it's officially, a- though. Officially, you know, despite Adam Schefter, of course. <laughs> right. Did he retire? He, he I, might. He, he should. Might. He should, yeah, maybe. Uh, don't, don't hold it against me, Shefty. Uh, but no, I'm excited to be back with you. I started the season with you. We're going to kind of end the season together. This is awesome. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to jump into our prize picks. We've got a whole Super Bowl slate. They didn't hold out. They didn't wait till next week. They didn't go, eh, we're not. No, they put a whole mess of them in front of us. We'll go through, talk about our favorite picks this week, get you winning right away, straight away. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about Dynasty, and then we'll roll out who we think is going to win the Super Bowl, and we'll talk Super Bowl MVPs. Who's our bet for that? So uh, without any further ado, Lauren, let's jump in to our prize picks, uh, and that's code MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Always, you get that $100. You know, please do it right away. I've already done it. I've already made my money. We've talked about this before. So uh, let's talk quarterbacks, right? We've got uh, the young gun, Joe Burrow. Uh, I, I read an article that talked about how he was the first person ever to win the Heisman, uh, be the first pick in the draft, and then in his second season, already be in the Super Bowl. I mean, this guy's got a great future ahead of him. I love him. I officially came out and said, favorite new player in the NFL. Uh, you know, sorry, AJ Brown, you're good, but Joe Burrow, you're the man. Uh, what do you think about this matchup? How do you think this plays out with these quarterbacks? Are they running and gunning? Is it a high total? Is it lower? How are you approaching this? This is so hard because the Rams defense is one of the best defenses that we have in the league, but they also really don't have a, a Joe Burrow that they've really played against before in this capacity in the highest stakes of the game. So I'm not necessarily sure if I'm going to weigh as heavily into this Rams defense being able to bottle up Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow is very sneaky. He's very sly. He can move around. He can create things. Not only that, but he has not one, but three amazing wide receivers that can give him the opportunity to create plays. So I am all about this passing life in this game and our producer literally told us beforehand that the passing yardage actually dropped from when we originally looked at it. And I'm sorry, I'm smashing over on both Matthew Stafford and Joey Burrow. But for me, if you're not comfortable with either of those, Joey Burrow, Joey Burrow is the one I'm going to hit the over on that because he knows how to make things happen. In fact, there's going to be a very heavily Joe Burrow theme going out for me throughout this show. Just fair warning for everybody just in case. Can I co-sign that Joe Burrow uh, stamp? I, I love Joe Burrow, like I said, like a minute ago. So yeah, love. Although um, his hair is like super 1980s. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Like 
Because I was like, does this hair look super 1990s? And someone's like, no, because they've got spiky with the frosted tips. I'm like, you're right. It's mm. like literally grade school picture, 1990s, the hair. Like, yes. the, I, I really want to fix his hair really, I, really badly. But I think it goes with his persona. I don't know. It does. Denny Carter had a problem with the chain and the turtleneck. He said, come on, what are we Denny doing? Denny Carter wears flannel. Don't listen to him, okay? He and I have had this conversation before about his wardrobe choices. One of his followers actually photoshopped my face onto his body when he had longer hair and he wore a flannel shirt. I looked like the prototypical soccer mom that needs to be driving a minivan. I'm like, this is not my problem. That's your problem, Denny. That's Denny's problem. So Denny has no no right to criticize fashion choices. I love Denny. I love that one. Yeah, I love you too, Denny, by the way. He lives like right <laughs> so uh, he might drive by and egg my house. But anyway, uh, I'm, I'm with you in this co-signing of the borough. Uh, I'm going to go down to his completions, his past completions. Uh, 24.5 for both of them, Stafford and Burrow. I'm leaning a little bit heavier on Joe Burrow in this, kind of like you are. Um, you know, you saw what the Rams want to do. They want to run the football. They really like running the football. They ran it with Sonny Michel so many times for four yards and two yards and one yard, and they kept doing it. They like passing too, not saying they don't. Um, but Matthew Stafford is efficient. Uh, and so I, I like the Joe Burrow over if you're looking at both of those. What do you think about these touchdown totals? So with the touchdowns, they're not, you know, 1.5 or, or 2.5. got to get three to win, right? Two is a push. You're not winning anything. Do you think either one of them has three touchdown passes in them? I mean, I think they both do. But in this context, in this game, that's a lot in a Super Bowl. It is a lot in a Super Bowl and it is spicy. Personally, I might avoid this one on the prize picks because that's asking a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like that's asking a lot from these in a super ultra competitive game. So I think what prize picks here did was actually very smart for them. I might avoid the passing touchdowns for these two and I might skip over another category because you never know when these legs are going to come involved with the kickers and when the run game is really going to become something that has to happen in order for them to start scoring points because I don't really know if this is going to get out of hand. Like I don't, I don't know if this game is going to get out of hand. I don't see it as something that's going to be a total blowout or this is going to be a huge shootout. I think this is going to be high scoring, but with a chess match that goes into it. So for me personally, I'm staying away from the, the touch, the passing touchdowns for the quarterbacks, but there is one metric for Joe Burrow that I found fascinating. And that goes with the rushing yards of the quarterbacks. So what I said before is that Joe Burrow can be kind of sneaky and he's doing a little bit more mobility things. Now, as far as I know, his rushing line is still at, I think like eight or nine and a half. Let me rush down here real quick. Rush hot. See what I did there? Rushing yards, rush down. I'm scrolling down on my screen, by the way, you know, pull the curtain. So the rushing yards for the quarterback is at only at nine and a half for Joe Burrow. I think that is very conservative. And I think that is a line that I would personally like to take the over on, especially with a secondary like the Rams have that are going to be covering these multitude of wide receivers. Who's to say that Joe Burrow isn't going to run on a third and short or to just to get the first down. So this is something I'm way more comfortable with as opposed to the passing touchdowns. I would prefer to go with the over on the rushing yards for Joey Burrow. Matthew Stafford has burned me on his rushing yards. So I'm staying away from that one too. He only needed five yards, like three weeks in a row and he still couldn't get it. So I'm going with Joey Burrow on the over. And then I last week faded him and he rushed for like 11 yards on one scramble. Go figure. Right. So I'm with you on that. Um, 
And, and for, for Joe Burrow, one total that I do like, you know, he is right now, they are not the favorite, right? They are three and a half point underdogs in this matchup. It's basically a home field, uh, you know, it's a pick them almost, but they're still, the, the Rams are at home. So there's an edge for the Rams here. Um, so Joe Burrow's passing attempts, 36.5. He's had so far in three games, uh, 109 pass attempts so far, right? I, I love that. That that's great. That is that is outstanding. That shows you they're going to throw the football. They're going to have to throw the football. He's got the weapons to to diversify, uh, including Joe Mixon out of the backfield. All of them, you know, Uzama going down. That that's a that's a you know that's difficult. But I think you can overcome it. You have Boyd. You saw Boyd step up. You know, where before he hadn't been as active. I think Boyd is going to be more active in this game. So we'll get to him later. But I like that thirty six and a half. If they are trailing. Joe Burrow is going to drop back, you know, 40, 45 times. Uh, he might get sacked a few times, but he's going to be passing the football. So that's one that I like there. Um, any else, anything else for the quarterbacks? Or you want to jump down to some rushing, some pass, you know, some receiving? Yeah, let's get, let's hop down. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I've already got one on the receiving end that I think is kind of spicy that you brought up with Tyler Boyd is mm-hmm. because I think this could be either a really big Tyler Boyd or T Higgins game, because if we're, you know, thinking logically about how this is going to happen, which Football and logic normally don't go hand in hand. So just keep that in mind as we are, as as we're talking here, but by the numbers, Jalen Ramsey, who is he going to be on Jamar Chase? Right. So this has got to go to somebody else. So looking at those two players, when we're talking about our prize picks over under um, Jamar Chase is actually at a very interesting line here. It's at 77 and a half. That is intriguing to me. Very intriguing. I kind of want to smash the over on that one, but I might avoid it because I'm not sure. But T Higgins is at 65 and a half. So that is very curious how he is only what, you know, uh, I don't do math. So a couple of points fewer than Jamar Chase. So I don't know. I'm kind of thinking the over on T Higgins. If Jalen Ramsey is going to be covering Jamar Chase to keep him away. Now it's all going to depend on where they float Jalen Ramsey in that defense. But I don't know. Those two wide receivers are interesting. I'm leaning T Higgins here as of now, because you never know. These could change as we, as we talked about earlier, these changed right before we started recording the show. So you never know. These could change, but as of right now, that's just few point difference between those two wide receivers is very intriguing. And now that, as I say it out loud, I kind of want to go back to Jamar chase and do the over on him. What do you think? Like talk me out of this black hole. I have like spiraled down into. You know, it, it might mean going the over on all three of the wide receivers because, you know, no Uzuma, uh, you know, just not there, you, you know, uh, you know, no offense to Drew sample. Good guy. Good solid guy. Right. But I mean, his name is, is epic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, good, good, sample. Cool. Yes, I mean, that's cool. I like that. You know, pretty awesome. Yeah. And Drew in there is a lot of, you know, puns you can do there as well. So, uh, but he's not going to be the target machine uh, that you're going to need. Tyler Boyd's receiving yards total is only 39 and a half. Like what? That's 20, yeah. 26 and then 38 points less than the other two receivers. And you saw Boyd step up last week. Uh, so when- I'm not crazy is what you're saying. That, well, I'm not saying, uh, yeah, not with this at least. In this, oh, yeah, yeah, right, I know, right, I am right. crazy. I will fully admit, but in this thought process, okay, good, because my yeah. husband's like literally yelling outside. I can hear him. Yeah, she's crazy. I can hear him right now. <laughs> well, I, tell me if you think this is crazy. You know, Cooper Cup is is the man, but 102.5 receiving yards is that? Uh, you know, for me, I'm just not going to touch it. Would you fade it? Would you go against it? Would you leave it alone? How would you approach that? 
Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because I would fade the yards. I would fade the yards here because the Bengals have done a really good job about shutting down those number ones. However, when Matthew Stafford gets into a pickle, usually late third and then the entire fourth quarter, he's constantly targeting Cooper Cup. But I'm not looking at the yards. What I'm looking at here is the receptions from Cooper Cup, which the line we have right now is only at eight. Mm. I think he's going to get way more than that. So if he only gets one or two yards off of those receptions, even if it's just to get a first down, I am smashing the over on Cooper Cup's receptions, but I am staying away from the yards because he could get 110. He could get that, but that's a little bit too risky for me. I'm going to go ahead and hit the over on those receptions because he just hauls them in and hauls them in and hauls them in, especially if the game is going to be tight. He's going to be looking for Cooper Cup. I love it. And, and you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to stick with the Rams here. I'm going to go the Odell Beckham Jr. five reception. Oh, I love it. Oh, hearts. Laquan, yeah. that's for you, buddy. Yeah, Laquan, baby. are you listening? Are you listening? Love you, LQ. Okay. Yeah, he's got 19 receptions, 23 targets. I mean, was it 80% catch rate right now in the playoffs? Oh, 82.6. Sorry. I was going to say it's higher than 80. Yeah, I, I oh, my no, it's yeah. ridiculous. And so uh, I'm not afraid necessarily of the Cincy corners. If you're going to throw the ball downfield and go deep with bombs, mega bombs, okay. That, you know, you're going to get this, you know, the two high safeties, you'll get whatever. That's fine. Uh, Odell Beckham can be used in the mid range. He can be used on the, you know, the slants too. So I like the five for him and combine it with the Cooper cup, you know, 13 receptions between the two of them. That's how the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. So I'm okay with it. I love it. I love it. I love that line. And that's, I think that's another like PSA we can kind of throw out there. There are some really good players on here, but one of the things I love about prize picks is that they don't try to hide things from you. They're not trying to be sneaky. There are ways that you can look at players that are fantastic, like OBJ and Cooper cup. If you're not really comfortable with the way that the receptions are, then take a look, I'm sorry, the receiving yards then take a look at the receptions or take a look at the touchdowns, take a look at each metric for all of these players that you really feel comfortable giving an over on and or an under on. And that's what makes this game so much fun. So much fun is that we get to just, it's just an over under, you know, like that's, what's so cool about this. I love it. Yeah. And then speaking of that, they, price fix has been expanding what you can you know, place your, your wages. I know. And so one so of my exciting targets, right? So targets is a way to mm -hmm. get there. Cooper cup, 191 targets in the regular season, 191 in 17 games. He's averaging, uh, you know, around 11, over 11, 11 targets. I like that, that he, maybe he doesn't get all the yards, but he, this is the super bowl. You're not going to not dance with the date that brought you. This is Cooper cup, Matthew Stafford. They've been dancing all season long. You dance with your date. So I think this is going to be an over for the 11 targets for sure. And I absolutely love it. You took the words right out of my mouth with me talking about the receptions that I think Cooper cup is going to have hand in hand that goes into the targets that he's going to have absolutely i am going to smash the over on 11 targets for cooper cup an interesting one that i that i thought was a little intriguing here is joe mixon is mm. only at five but tyler boyd is only mm. at five and a half that is curious to me like you said without cj uzama possibly you could be feeding jamar chase you could be looking at T. Higgins, but I think Tyler Boyd is a wild card. So when we're, we're not talking receptions here, folks, we're talking targets. So I think in a smash over in targets is Tyler Boyd. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I, I like that a lot. That's a great call. Uh, he's going to need that outlet valve. I mean, it, you know, honestly, Aaron Donald's going to be in his face having a taste. You know, you got Von Miller. They're going to need those quick little, you know, seam routes right in the middle of the field. You know, Tyler Boyd on the out. All those things are kind of those short 10 yard and under routes. Boyd's the master of those. He's got great hands. So Absolutely. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, so as you said, Aaron Donald is going to be coming after uh, Joey Burrow. My husband said something really funny the other day that I still laugh at. We saw this huge sack. I don't remember which game it was, but quarterback just got just smashed into the ground. It clearly wasn't Tom Brady because you'd get anywhere near him. They're like rubbing the passer. I'm just kidding. Calm down, people. Relax. But my husband was like, oh, he had three, 300 pounds of love coming at him. And every time I see Aaron Donald, or Von Miller, that's the only thing I think of is like, oh, that he had 300 pounds of love coming at him. And that is what Joe Burrow is going to be facing. He had nine sacks in one game. Mm. It's going to happen again. And between Aaron Donald and Von Miller, that's like 600 pounds of love coming at you. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to like jump so far around the show sheet. But guess what? Prize Picks has sack totals that you can put your money on. So Aaron Donald is at one, which is good. Right, I like that. Um, Von Miller at 0.75. That might be the one for me. You know, they get half sacks. That's kind of why they're they're there. At, you know, but oh, he gets one and you are done. So I'm gonna go Von Miller for me if you're trying to get one of those little extra spicy, you know, a stat that maybe isn't something you'd normally look for, but uh, I like it. Uh, anything else related to the fantasy score? So if, if you're not if you're not in love with any of these totals and you're like, you know, I'm not great at picking receptions or yardage, and I don't know how it's gonna go. Well. We can look into the fantasy market. We got a little cupboard here. We can open up. And I like shopping for groceries when Joe Burrow's total is at 18 points. Oh, Joey B at 18. If you don't like the other stuff with Joey B, hit that total. Get the over for me. That's that's where I'm going for fantasy points. Anything that stands out to you? Yes. And this is going to be maybe contrarian. Maybe a little contrarian, but their line at the defenses is what is very interesting to me. So the Rams defense right now is at five fantasy points and the Bengals defense is at four and a half. Mm. I feel very comfortable taking an over on both of those, considering that we're talking about the defenses, we're talking about sacks. I know we didn't talk a lot about interceptions here, but I really like looking at those because other than that, nothing really really stands out to me as something that I'm comfortable with. But if I wanted to maybe be like, eh, I can have two more. I wonder what those two are going to be. I wouldn't mind looking at those defenses. And I think those are low enough points there that I would, I, I don't feel, I don't feel too bad hitting the, hitting the over on that one, because I think they hit it pretty good. K makers at 11, uh, Van Jefferson at six, Tyler Boyd at nine and a half. Actually, you know what? I lied. Tyler Boyd. I might take the under on nine and a half. Um, but other than that, I, I'm curious about those defenses. I'm curious about those defenses. If you want to get want to get playful, go the I, over. I like it. I like it. And, and we saw McVay. This is uh, you know second Super Bowl for McVay um, against the Patriots. Good defense. And so, but there's just nerves, right? There's just things like you're not mm-hmm. the best. It, you, you know, not maybe you are the best. I don't know. But normally, it takes a little bit of time. And so, defenses. Not that they have an edge. But they're they're amped up. Defenses are playing at another level. So I do like both of those overs. So, all right. Well, we've had a bunch of prize picks. 
if you haven't signed up for PriceFix yet, please, please do. Code MMN, get that $100 free deposit match. You know, it's free money. It's great. I'm still using mine. I'm still winning money with mine. Um, though, Joe, you know, uh, Matt Stafford, excuse me, not Joe Burrow. Matt Stafford did screw me last week out of 100 bucks. Anyway, that's, I'm not better. I'm not better. Uh, let's jump down now. We are going to talk a little Dynasty real quick. So got a new segment we're rolling out here in Dynasty called Drop Them While They're Hot. And what we want to know, and we got four different, uh, five different uh, position players here. We want to know right now where they're at with their age, their career, their contract, kind of, you know, the, the big picture. Are you holding these players? Because you think they're going to return value next season. Just 2022, we're not talking forever, but just in the short term. Uh, or are you flipping them for, for you know, picks right now or other younger players? Um, because they are hot. So we'll start with, uh, you know, some, you know, maybe somebody you've heard of, uh, Pat Mahomes. Have you heard of Pat Mahomes? Yeah. Nah, who that? Who that? I don't know. 26, right? He, he finished this year, I think, is the quarterback. Who day? Yeah, who day? Right? He's not, <laughs> not Joe Burrow, not Justin Herbert, right? Kind of like yesterday's news, Pat Mahomes. Uh, where are you kind of at on Pat Mahomes? Is he a hold for you? You know, Kelsey's getting older. Uh, Tyreek Hill is good. Uh, McCall Harmon is not as good as we hoped he would be. Kind of what do you see the outlook for Patty Mahomes? First of all, you dynasty people are crazy. You're nuts. You're crazy. You, I mean, I don't know. Maybe professional help is in order. I have no idea. Definitely. Take some time off. Take some time off. Redecorate your living room. I don't know. Read a book. You guys are crazy in Dynasty. You're absolutely crazy. That's just my segment right there about you Dynasty folks. But if I did play Dynasty, Patrick Mahomes, he is a hold for me. Now, everyone listening right now, as you already have figured out, I don't like Dynasty. So take what I say with a massive grain of salt and listen to somebody, hint, hint, Scott, who probably knows better than I do when it comes to Dynasty. But for me, I can't get rid of Pat Mahomes. He's and just literally climbing in the in his little baby career, probably hanging out with his little baby Sterling while he's making his way up into the world. But there's no way I can sell Patrick Mahomes right now. No way. I agree 100% with you on that. He's not shiny and sexy right now. Uh, compared to some of these other younger, I mean, I beg to differ. He's pretty well, shiny and sexy. I, I'm just saying, you, you got, you know, you know, Joe Shiesty right now. You got uh, Justin Herbert. You know, he broke his own record last year or this year from last year. So the younger, you know, there's younger, younger, prettier dates right now that are dancing. Um, but I like Mahomes too. I'm going to hold on Mahomes unless you're getting offered a boatload, a boatload of picks. I got offered a couple of picks and Jalen Hurts last year for Tyreek Kill. I made that move, right? But Pat Mahomes, I think he is definitely a hold unless you're, you know, somebody's just uh, unloading the, the Brinks truck. So, uh, all right, let's jump to running back here. Uh, now, the, you know, Joe Mixon, he's in the Super Bowl. So, you know, he's kind of present day, uh, had a great season this year. You know, we had talked about Joe Mixon. I honestly faded him. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I thought he'd get hurt again, or I just thought I didn't like how the team managed him last year. That bothered me a little bit. And I, it gave me less confidence. I was wrong. I learned my lesson, um, but he finishes the RB four in DraftKings, which is, I mean, that's, that's so sexy. And the RB four also in PPR. So he was right there, uh, you know, rushing for over 1200 yards, you know, he had a bunch of touchdowns. He had 16 total touchdowns. Uh, so he is hot right now. He is a top, you know, five or six back uh, in Dynasty. How are you approaching him if you have Joe Mixon? Are you flipping him for as much as you can get? Or are you holding on to him for a little bit longer? Oh, sell, 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 baby. Burn it up, but only for the right price. 
Right. Do not settle because you can literally get, I think this is going to be the maximum value that you can possibly get for Joe Mixon. And you can really draw this out because he's in the postseason. He's in everyone's minds right now. This is so top of mind awareness, a little bit of marketing in there for you. <clears throat> a little bit of advertising right there. But yeah, uh, I think Joe Mixon is definitely a sell high candidate. Get as much as you can for him. Absolutely. Yeah. And if he has a great Super Bowl, you know, you might even, even want, better. Yeah, even better. You might want to talk him up before that. Uh, and if he does hit, you know, you maybe you get yourself a little bit extra on the mm. back end. So, mm. all right, let, let's talk. We're, we're, we're talking about an AFC here. Honestly, there's only one NFC player in here. As we kind of see the power dynamic shifting with the, the age dynamics, really more shifting than power dynamics. Uh, our guy, Hunter Renfro. Uh, what do we think about Hunter Renfro? So Hunter Renfro is very interesting to me because he doesn't have as much pomp and fanfare and, and flash as some of these other guys do. So for me, Hunter Renfro is one of those very curious characters. I think I'm going to take Hunter Renfro and I'm going to hang on to him because I don't think that he is in this position right now where you can sell him for enough that you'd be able to make up in season. He's not old. He's still, you know, I actually, I should probably Google. I should ask my producer extraordinaire how absolutely old Hunter Renfro is. He's still youth he can still get things done so i think that hunter renfro is one of those characters that you can hang on to he's 26 years old thank you very much sean so i like hunter renfro i like hunter renfro a lot um i don't think that you can really get the maximum amount of what you could possibly do for another wide receiver if you tried to trade hunter henry or hunter henry hunter renfro Hunter, I do love Hunter Henry. I have Hunter Henry on the brain. I old, talked about him three Hunter times Henry. today. Old Hunter Sorry Henry. about that. But Hunter Renfro, I just, I know he's a hold. You, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can No, no, yeah. you shouldn't sell. No. no I, I agree. And, and, and part of that is also the uncertainty with Waller and his injuries that cropped up this year. Didn't see that coming. He missed. Oh, Don't remind me. I'm bitter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. A little bit. But uh, I still won my league. Yes. I like it. All right. Let's talk about the hottest guy who's not playing right now, four touchdowns in, in the game against the Chiefs, Gabriel Davis. I saw so many people the next day on Twitter just offering him up, being like, oh, he's the next guy. Ha, ha. He is hot. Would you trade him right now? Would you get rid of him for picks? Okay. I think you, like, read my mind when I saw the show sheet because Gabriel Davis is one of my favorite wide receivers I think in the NFL, besides AJ Brown, who I absolutely adore, and Debo Samuel and Cooper Cup. Okay, yeah. so maybe not my favorite, but one of the close favorites. Do not sell Gabriel Davis yet. However, however, if the pot is sweet enough, then sure. But we have not seen the height of Gabriel Davis's peak yet. Mm. So it's a little risky to hang on to him. Totally get it. But I think it is going to be worth it. 100% worth it. I would not sell Gabriel Davis. I think that he is going to be more of an asset to your team next year than he would be if you traded him away to get more picks to wait for them to develop into something. I would say to hang on to Gabriel Davis for the possibility in the future that there is something there that you can go forward with. But I've no way in the world would I be able to get rid of Gabriel Davis. Mm, I, I like that. I think people don't understand that Cole Beasley, eh, he's on the way out. And then and Emmanuel have, Sanders is like 85. Yeah. And, and that was a one-year deal, I believe, for Emmanuel Sanders too. So uh, Gabe Davis probably stepping into wide receiver two 
theory next year. It's my little baby that I cook where you get that undervalued wide receiver too, who outperforms his ADP. He'll definitely be a candidate. I love Gabriel Davis hold for me as well. Yes. Agreed. All right. All right last one before we get out of here uh, and, and jump into our Super Bowl predictions, MVPs and who, who we think is going to win. Uh, let's talk George Kittle. Jimmy G, his beautiful chisel. I hate you for bringing this one up, by the way. I hate you. Moving on. I hate you. Now they've got, you know, Trey Lance there. How is this going to affect Kittle and his his long-term value? What do you think about him next year? He balled out this year, by the way. He was a beast when he came back from his injury after a couple weeks. Rationally, logically, which I don't like logic, especially in football, you should sell. But I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. The tight end position is a dumpster fire, and he is a solid asset. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, you have to hang on to George Kittle. You have to hang on to George Kittle. I'm sorry. Like, this literally – I don't – for anyone – just listening and not watching. I'm literally over here messing with my hair, scratching my scalp, trying not to pull my hair out as I think about this because it gave my mind such a clusterfuck thinking about this one. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. I just want to be honest. Sinus headaches, man. That's what that gave me because I was like, I don't know how to answer this. This is a hard one for me too. I know what's, I know what my head says, but what my heart says is totally different. It was a situation, man. I mean, well, look at from my side of you know being a man trying to be tough and macho in this world. If you've got <laughs> George Kittle's on your team, you can tell people that. You know what I mean? You just, at, at bars, I'm like, I got a George Kittle on my team. You know, so if you trade him away for picks, you can't say that anymore. So I'm gonna stick with you and hold as well. So I'm mostly holding here with the value. Don't be fooled. Don't let other people come in and steal your goods, right? If you've mined the depths of fantasy football. and You, you don't always have to be trading. You can no. say no. Be like, no, no. no. Say, I will say this. People in some of my dynasty leagues do not appreciate that I do not trade with them. But, but I will say, I appreciate when I beat them and I didn't trade with them. So, yeah, it, it goes both ways. So, uh, all right, let's let's jump in. Last segment, we're going to talk a little Super Bowl. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to put out there. We talked about it before. Uh, Rams are favored by three point five. The total looks like it's at fifty right now. Might be moving up or down, but you know, based on the betting. Uh, and the Rams are playing at home. So, with that kind of the backdrop here. Uh, oh yeah, the Bengals haven't been in the Super Bowl since uh, Mark Schleth was uh, a toddler or something or something. I don't know. Mark Schleth talks some mad shit about Joe Burrow. Uh, I hope you mea culpa, uh, Mark Smith, because Joe Burrow uh, is the man. And he was the man when he made the playoffs and he was smoking scars in the locker room. He still is the man. You should have been aware. Mind your manners, Mark Smith. All right. Anyway, uh, what do you think happens in this game? Who wins? Who comes out on top? And then who's the MVP? Okay. So I have uh, just a little bit of a background for anyone who does not know. I am from St. Louis. And if you don't know, the Rams went from Cleveland to L.A. to St. Louis back to LA. And if you don't know anything about St. Louis, we're not nice people. We're very bitter when it comes to our sports. Like our sports are our lives. So the fact that the Rams left and went back to LA to their second wife kind of hurts my soul. So on principle, I want to say this is going to be a Bengals game. However, my husband, who I love and adore more than anything in the world, is a Lions fan from Michigan. So Matt Stafford is therefore the greatest human being on the face of the earth, which I do not disagree with. And I especially love that super cute moment with he and his wife 
where he's literally holding her with one arm while her legs are wrapped around him. And he's like, I got my football and my baby. What's going on? It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. I love Matt Stafford. So I'm in a conundrum here because I hate the Rams, but I love the Rams. I also love Joe Burrow more than anything with football related with all this. I love him because of what he's been able to just be like, because I feel like I have to do that as a woman in a very male dominated industry. I want to be like Joe Burrow. I want to be like him. So what I think is going to happen is the Rams are going to beat the Bengals in some stupid overtime garbage BS. Mm. And it's going to be talked about for forever but I think the Rams will come out on top. I don't like saying that out loud. That hurts my soul because I really want the Bengals to win. I really want the Bengals to win. But I also really want Matt Stafford to win. So I'm like torn in my soul. But I honestly do think that the Super Bowl MVP, MVP is going to be either Matt Stafford or Cooper Cup. Mm. Probably realistically it's going to be Matt Stafford. But for the sake of the show, I'm going to say it's going to be Cooper Cup. I like that. That's a, that's a nice little backstory. I don't have one of those backstories. I'll tell you I'm going to be drinking story. heavily during this game. I, I am taking the year to off. To get through the pain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, my backstory is I grew up in Washington, D.C., so I was uh, a then Redskins fan until mm. 2013. Uh, and then I watched them drive RG3 into the ground, and I quit. I, I'm just tired of it. As, mm. as a person, I said, this is damaging to my soul yeah I but you left them they yeah. didn't leave you oh no I, I right i'm saying so my my story is different i am a nomad who loves no team i have no tribe i just love people and players we are we are a tribe oh yes well this male media net is the tribe that is the don't tribe. worry we've yeah. got you scott thank you you lq you know even pete over is that i love that guy too you know so yeah pat mayo's okay we'll just well pat's the man right he brought us all is together. he though yeah. I'm kidding, Pat. I love you. Pat, Don't love fire you. me. <laughs> so, I, you know, for me, I'm going to go with my heart on this one and, and with Joey B. I want Joe Burrow to win, right? That's that's kind of what I want. So I'm going to go Joe Burrow, MVP. Uh, and the only other person who might get it would be Jamar Chase because if, if they combine for some couple, you know, couple, double. Same thing with Stafford Cooper Cup for me. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God, Scott, say it. So Joe Burrow, MVP. And then the Bengals win uh, last second field goal by McPherson to bring it home. So, yes. Yeah, yes. That's my thought. So. That is amazing. I'm celebrating. I'm yelling. I think because we have a we have a house guest over. He may already be in bed because he just got done driving for like 18 hours. So otherwise I would celebrate a lot louder, but I'm loud anyway. But yes, thank you for speaking it into, into existence. Oh. I'm going to echo you. The Bengals win last minute field goal in overtime Ooh. by Evan McPherson. Let's go. Let's go Bengals. Let's go Bengals. And by the way, I'm a Missouri Tiger, so I don't think that it's that much of a leap to root for a Bengal Tiger. Let's no. go Bengals. That's well perfect. done. You have swayed me. Either that or I'm just super wishy-washy. No, <laughs> They're like, you have no loyalty, Lauren. You have none. Say, let's say that this game goes off kilter, right? I'll give you an alternative MVP. Evan McPherson's the alternative MVP, MVP and he takes his mom to Disney World afterwards. That's oh, my God. He crazy. should be. Yeah, he I, should I would love be. that. So, yeah. Well, this has been amazing, Lauren. I got to tell you, no offense to LQ. LQ, you're great. Lauren, you are amazing. I love doing this. Hopefully, I'm obnoxious, but thank you oh, for telling me what? that I'm amazing. <laughs> I love talking to people who have as much energy as you do because uh, you know I got a lot of energy too, and a lot of people can't keep up, and you run circles around me. So I appreciate it. I love it. Uh, if you have not signed up, Prize picks code MMN for the Mayo Media Network. Please do right now, right this second. Get that $100 in your account. You can start putting your picks together right this minute, right? Uh, Lauren, where can people find you on the tweeters and in all the content that you're creating? 
You guys can find me everywhere on social media, Stepmom Lauren, and you guys can find all of my work and all of my content on my website, stepmomlauren.com. Do not Google it. If you do, don't go to page two or three. That is not me. Uh, different Stepmom Lauren. But yeah, um, I work at like a lot of different places and I love fantasy football. I also love chatting with y'all. So Stepmom Lauren on the social media, best at Twitter, just so you know, and uh, stepmomlauren.com. Yeah, one of the best at Twitter. And I'm, I'm honored that you followed me a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, you stop it. <laughs> stop. You can, you can follow me on Twitter too, Nimble W Numbers. It's, uh, you know, Nimble with numbers. It's, it's just not enough characters on Twitter to put the with in there, but it's implicit. It's with numbers. Uh, NimbleWNumbers.com as well for DFS stuff. We're kind of wrapped up this year, but we'll be back next year. It's another year. Uh, and please do go follow Pat Mayo, the MM, uh, Mayo Media, the Mayo Media Network. Right, follow them all on Twitter. Uh, Pete Over is at LQ, the whole crew, uh, and sign up for Price Picks. Those are the only things you have to do. Uh, Lauren, I'll let you take us out. Say goodbye to the people. You guys, it has been such an honor this year. So many wonderful connections, so many wonderful things. Please tweet me how you are dealing with the Super Bowl. Mm. I want to know because I'm going to be tweeting out how I'm dealing with the Super Bowl, and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> Please do follow her, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.